this is the Marketing for Learning podcast, the only podcast in the world that's guaranteed to increase your knowledge, skills, and capabilities when it comes to marketing for learning. Plus, there's a gratuitous amount of pineapples. You're welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marketing for Learning podcast. For those of you that can't tell by the voice, it's Hannah here with you today, and I want to talk to you about learner personas. Learner personas are a topic we've covered quite a few times on the podcast, but today I want to address them off the back of a conversation that I keep having with Ellen Diaz. Time and time again, people are telling me, oh, I don't need to create personas, I just segment based on data that we have internally, like job title or age and similar. In this podcast, I'm going to explain to you why segmenting on demographic data is not going to get you the learner engagement impact that you want and need from your marketing for learning efforts. So let's just get stuck straight in. All right, so first things first, let's make sure we're all super clear on what a learner persona is. A learner persona is a semi-fictional representation of your target audience based on qualitative and quantitative data and some assumptions. Yep, you're allowed to use assumptions when you're creating learner personas. Personas create a picture of who an individual might be within your organisation. It allows us to change our communication and our marketing methods based on their wants, their needs, their fears, their pain points, what they want to get out of life. Conversely, audience segmentation is a case of finding some demographic data within your organisation. So it might be job titles, it might be tenure at the company, it might be their age or similar, and segmenting based on that alone. So for every person in your organisation that has an assistant job title, you might send them one piece of communication. You then might send a completely different communication to all the directors in your organisation, different one to all the managers, different one to all the execs, and you might segment on that basis. You might segment based on their function. So you might send everybody in finance one email and everybody in marketing another and everyone in sales another. That might be a way that you've decided to segment your audience. What you'll notice quite quickly is segmenting your audiences on data does not tell you anything about who they are as a human being. And that is the crux of this podcast and this argument and this debate that I keep having with Ellen Diaz. So let me give you an example straight away about myself as a persona and as a piece of demographic data. I used to work with this really lovely lady called Jade. Jade was a bit of an Instagram influencer. She's very hot on looking a certain way. She was very up on her Instagramming stuff, going out to nice restaurants. All of that stuff. We were a similar age and we had the same job title. We're both marketing execs. I couldn't have been further from that at that stage in my life. I rolled out of bed in the morning trying to get to work on time, so I rarely wore makeup. I was really, really career focused. It was about getting the job done and doing it to the best of my ability. I didn't have much disposable income, so I weren't going out to nice fancy restaurants because I was saving to buy my flat. 
I was really, really focused on climbing the corporate ladder. I was like, okay, I'm an exec now. I want to be a manager within three years. And then I want to go up to maybe a head of marketing, maybe a CMO, maybe a marketing director. I had it all planned out. When I had conversations with Jade, she was very much like, I just want to get paid at the end of the month. I need the money to go and live this best life that I'm living. We were very different people, but we were doing the exact same role in the exact same company. So if you were targeting us based on our job title, you would have sent us the exact same piece of communication. Looking at myself and Jade as learners, what's going to get me moving, talking about career growth, aspirations, the future, forward thinking and all of that, is not going to impact Jade at all. She would have carried on ignoring it. So there you can see that demographic data does not always equal a great segmentation tool when it comes to marketing. Conversely, a few years later, I was working in a company and I met my friend Jenny. Jenny and I are very, very similar. We think the same. I've been told we talk the same. We are very, very similar individuals. We have the same career growth. We're both always looking for that next step in our career. We want to do better and bigger every time. We're also both incredibly family orientated. My family absolutely come first. If you've not heard me talk about my nephews and my niece, well, lucky you, because it's all I talk about. Um, Jenny has three children, so they are her absolute world, both incredibly family orientated. But if we boil Jenny and I down to our demographic data, I'm in marketing, she's in finance, very different. Jenny is about nine years older than me, so that's going to put us in different age brackets. Jenny is a mum with a family. I'm engaged, no family, no dependents. So there's a lot of differences in our demographic data. However, if you crafted a message around career growth, life ambitions, aspirations, making yourself more productive, making yourself more efficient, what does the future hold? It would resonate with both myself and Jenny despite our demographic data being that different. So now you can see the difference between segmenting based on demographic data and creating learner personas. You're probably thinking, all right, Ham, but actually I do need to segment based on things like job title because pe these people need a specific type of learning content. Absolutely. I don't disagree with that. You might have a particular course, let's say copywriting, that you need all of your marketing execs to do to make sure they are a certain level. Absolutely. I'm not saying that you should never look at somebody's job title to make sure that they are proficient in the skills they need for their role. I'm saying in your wider communications, we should be looking at personas and the intrinsic goals and motivations of your people if you really want to make an impact and you really want to get butts moving. And usually when I say that, another question comes back at me. Okay, that all sounds well and good. I completely get it. I shouldn't be segmenting based on demographic data alone. I should create learner personas. Where do I start? What do I do? How do I find out the intrinsic goals and motivations of my people? Especially when I might have hundreds of thousands of learners. I would always start the learner persona process with a phase of discovery. Carve out the time. Do not cut corners at this stage. Interview a segment of your target audience. That might mean 10% for some of you if you've got a smaller target audience. It might mean 1% for some of the others of you. 
but it will help you start understanding who your people are. When you are trying to find people to interview for your learner persona research, try to get a wide variety of people pulled in. Make sure you've got a variety of ages, job roles, tenures at the company, genders. Make sure you've got a variety of people from different walks of life to give you a clear depiction of what your entire audience might be like. Over time, you will gradually build on your learner personas. So don't be afraid that if you have an audience of, let's say, 400,000, if your first research pool is only of 100 people. As time goes on, you'll learn more and more and more and you can adapt your personas. But the first step is always, always, always talk to your audience. If you are one of those people that have a huge, huge, huge target audience base, supplementing some of your interviews with some uh, survey questions is usually a really good tactic to take. That helps you understand on more of a quantitative scale how people are thinking and feeling. Obviously, with a survey, you can't ask those probing questions, you can't dig deeper, but it does give you some data to add to your qualitative data that you do in your interviews to understand who your target audience is. Then the third step, and we are super lucky as LNDers, is to look at all the data that's already out there that we can use. Use the demographic data. I know I told you not to segment on it alone, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't use it at all. So use that data. See if you can find any correlations. Look at your HR data. There's so much in there. Talk to your friends in HR. Find that data. Look at your existing LMS or learning platform or LXP data. What's it telling you about how people are accessing your learning content? Add that to the pile of research that you've got about your personas. It's only when you've put in all of that hard graft to really understand who your people are as individuals that you are going to create learner personas that really make an impact. And personally, I think that is why so many LNDers still segment based on job title alone. But trust us when we say creating learner personas and then in turn using those personas within your marketing and as such marketing better, will get you that impact that L&D have been striving for for years. It will boost your learner engagement. It will increase your completion rates. It will get people learning. And if that isn't what we all want, then I'm clearly really misunderstood about what L&D is. We want to get people learning. We want to get them progressing in their careers, doing new things. Performance change is something we all should be striving towards. And I genuinely believe having that knowledge and understanding of who your target audience is will help you get there. It might feel like it's a lot of work up front, and it is. I'm not going to lie to you about that. But that work up front makes your life so much easier further down the line, and you will get impact, and you will get that visibility on your learning content that you've spent so much time on. Let's make sure people are actually seeing it. So I hope this podcast has helped you understand why we really, really should, as L&Ers, be targeting our audience based on learner personas. We need to ditch the mindset of using demographic data to segment our audiences for our communications. Creating learner personas will help you build trust with your audience, have a more meaningful discourse with them, 
actually get them engaged and motivated by something they care about. It will truthfully make your marketing for learning so much more impactful. And I genuinely believe you cannot skip the step of creating learner personas if you want to get marketing for learning right. We create personas for all of our clients and it's something that I literally would not do a marketing for learning campaign without. So if you're looking for some more information on how you can create your own learner personas, you're in luck because we have a completely free guide on our website. You don't even need to give us your email address. We're not gatekeepers. Take it, read it, absorb it, create your own personas. What we really want is to see people better engaging with their target audience and getting L&D that visibility that it so, so deserves. If you have any questions about learner personas, you know I'm always happy for a chit chat. You can find me on LinkedIn, you can drop me an email, however you want to contact me. I'd love to talk to you about developing out some learner personas and the impact they can have on your organisation. As always, if there's anything you want us to cover on the podcast, please do let us know. We have a really long list that actually takes us up to the end of the year now, um, but we're not afraid to juggle all that about. So if there's something you want to hear about that we think is also super interesting, we'll get you in there. So please do let us know if there's any podcast topics you want us to cover. And if not, I guess I'll see you on the next podcast, guys. Bye.